0: Hey there, everyone. Please welcome the one, the only, Mrs. Kaya R. New. Back to the pod. Kaya is a former colleague of mine who's transitioned from teaching middle school kiddos to high school kiddos. And like others in her situation, she explains how this transition isn't better or worse, but just different. In this conversation, we get into the nitty-gritty of the age-old debate. Is the current education system properly equipped in our high school students' To live the adult lives they want to live? Or are we funneling them into the big old everyone must go to college machine to make numbers look good? Why aren't we properly preparing kiddos who know exactly what they want to do and that they don't want to go to college or university? Why aren't we getting them ready to earn a certificate program or a training program to be taken while in high school? These questions are things that we discussed in this episode. We also get into how minorities need to be able to decide for themselves whether or not they are safe mentally and physically in PWI spaces, that's a mouthful, or if they need to remove themselves completely. One option isn't better than the other, and we need to give people autonomy to make their own life choices. This is a great conversation with Kaya, I'm so glad to have been able to have it, and I'm so glad that you're listening as well. This is The Chronicles of Mister. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Chronicles of Mr. I am Mr. Pierre, and I'm so happy to be able to join by an amazing artist, an amazing educator, just an amazing person all around. Um aka it's Kaya. AKA Miss yes. Arnoux, aka K Dot. Um all of the AKAs. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Miss Arnoux?
1: <laughs> I'm good. I can't claim K Dot. K Dot
0: that's know already taken. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, I I apologize for that.
1: (laughs) It's okay. It's just me. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. It's an honor. So happy to have you on. Yeah. Yes.
0: It's a joy. The the last time we spoke, we were both teaching at the same uh, school, same campus. And several moons later, we are no longer at that. And not that we didn't leave amicably. Everything was... All good we just chose to to be elsewhere and just wanted to check in with you to see how you're doing at this uh the new school that you're teaching at and if you had a chance to go back and visit since i haven't but i plan to
1: yeah um so i now teach high school kids it's it's different uh not one is better than the other i i literally love all. Oh, i just being i just love being around children and youth in general So high school is an area I haven't tapped into, you know, I had like a very brief experience at the early stage of my teaching career, but I've, you know, I didn't think I was, um, I feel like you, it requires a certain level of maturity to be able to to teach high school kids. And I feel like I was so close to that age when I first started. So I didn't want to, um, you know, I didn't want to teach that age group, but going back to teach high school. Being around older children, um, it's, very, it's very interesting. Definitely show me different perspective, mm-hmm. but I'm able to make, you know, immediate connection because I have family members who are around that age group. You know, my, my stepson just graduated high school two years ago. My nephew, so they're around that age group. So it, feel, it makes me feel like I can kind of use my experience with them to connect mm-hmm. with my students.
0: That way. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. and you're still teaching art? Yes. Is it art for for freshmen all the way through senior, or is it like different mediums for the different grades?
1: Yeah, so I teach uh, juniors and sophomores. Ten
0: okay. and then eleven. Yes. Nice, nice. You said was high school something? Uh, was high school where you first started or Was there ever, was this the first time that you were, I think I, I just misheard.
1: Well, at the beginning of my teaching career, I kind of had like a, I wouldn't say not a full class teaching of high school, more Mm -hmm. like on the smaller size, kind of like tutor, but not really tutor, you know. Okay. Yeah. In a more supporting role. Um, but I definitely, I definitely started full-time official teaching with like younger children and then slowly moved my way up, you know, to middle school. And now I'm transitioning into high school.
0: And you, you mentioned this, and this was something that I've thought of as well, but you were able to see if you can articulate it better than I can. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you feel like is that, um, that maturity level that is needed at that high school level when you are teaching high school kiddos?
1: Yeah, so... I I definitely, I feel like I was not ready to be able to provide to these high school kids what they need from a teacher, from an educator. When I was much younger, in my early 20s, I just feel like I just got out of high school myself. I just didn't see, <laughs> I just didn't feel like I had enough life experience yeah. to be able to provide to them what they don't. Might not be able to get from other teachers.
0: You got it. Yeah, I, 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 I think. So <laughs> yeah, I, I agree totally in that one of the reasons why I too chose to start in middle school was high school kiddos would have looked at me as a 22, 23 year old teacher and been like, dude, I remember you here from last year when I was a freshman, you were a senior. So, like, that sort of thing would have definitely been. Um, then difficult to, I don't want to say command, but I guess my presence in front of high school kiddos, I would have felt as if I was even more so of an imposter of a teacher in front of high school kiddos if I was that young. Definitely felt it at moments um, in the beginning of my career in front of middle school kiddos who are just 10, 11, 12. I can only imagine in front of an 18-year-old attempting to teach whatever and then being like, looking at me side-eye, I would have looked at myself side-eye too, like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So yeah. I think just that self-awareness too is just super important um, to anyone who is in front of, of students, let alone high school kiddos who are so close to either going off to college or starting a career or just leaving, you know, the comforts of an institution that they've spent four years at and being comfortable there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How and How I has the year been for you? Um, so far this year? Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been pretty good. You know, um, I definitely, there's definitely a, a a period of adjustment, but, um, I think all of the fundamental stuff are the same, you know, regardless of age group, kind of like how you present yourself, how you approach your students, the level of respect, what you bring to the classroom, those are all the same. Um, but in like in terms of expectations and the, the, how deep we can get into the content that allows me a little bit more freedom. And I think that's one of the reasons why I consider making that transition is I figure I can, being able to teach high school kids will allow me to deepen my craft as well, cause I will be able to, you know, like provide a a deeper level of instruction in terms of visual arts that will help me develop my craft in in another way. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: I think I cut you off. You were about to say something else, um, um, previously of how important it is to know yourself Mm. if you're going to put yourself in front of, um, in front of, of high school kiddos, I mean, young people period, but even more so. Um, high school kiddos who are very aware of, and have a myriad of feelings and anxieties of like, Hey, what I think some adults would call, you know, real life after, after these, uh, you yeah. know, these protective years. Yeah.
1: Yes. I think my, you know, my personal being, being able to have those age group family members around me definitely helped a lot, like putting myself in their shoes and kind of see what, they're going through, what they're going to see after high school, and I can use that experience to help me think about how I show up in the classroom, in the classroom of 35 high school students. That's a much larger classroom size. And because they are kind of like at the cusp of being able to explore the world, but have not seen it in the large scale cuz i feel like i was thinking about me being in high school when you're in high school you kind of feel like you know what life is about but then after you graduate it's like a literal shock of oh my god this is this is the real world now this is very very different and i see that transition in my stepson and my nephew like before they graduated high school they're like oh i know this i know this i know this i know what this is like i know what this is like After, once they graduate high school, just that one summer, shocks everywhere. (laughs) Like, oh my God, it's so hard. I have to go to a new community to meet new people in a university. I have all these responsibilities. So I feel like because I have family members who have been through that transition, I will be able to use my knowledge to really kind of help guide my students. And now I, I not only teach art, I have an advisory. Like I have a group Ooh. of kids right, that I'm responsible for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: that's a, that's a different level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's a challenge that I don't mind taking on because I have not done that before. So it's like, oh, this is interesting. Like, let's see how it works out.
0: You know? Advisory is. Advisory is real in that. It's a space that isn't academic so there's like no grade attached to it and because there's no grade attached to it the freeness if you if you do it well if you do it correctly in my belief the freeness that can be created there for the kids to be able to one be kids to really learn how to advocate and speak for themselves and then two I think another point of like if you create that safe space to be ready to, receive and be able to help navigate kid help kiddos navigate the times and the point in their life that they're at because I had another person um where we were talking about advisory in at their school they call it circle of um mm. knowing how to ask certain questions let the kiddo see you in a, vulner, a state of vulnerability you oh that, that's a lot and if, if it's something that you're not familiar with because at, at the at, our, at GCS, did you never had a, a homeroid advisory, right? It was just, no. just strictly the, the class. Yeah. yeah. So wh- how does that change the dynamic of the kiddos who are in your, are the kiddos in your advisory also kiddos who you teach?
1: Not, not right now. So I not have right a now. freshman advisory and I actually have one student graduated from GCS who's now yeah. in my advisory.
0: Wow. So I That's dope
1: yeah that's pretty that's that's actually really uh it makes Oof. me feel like home in some way like seeing the familiar faces yeah. and it was definitely uh very different because I don't teach them right now, but I see them every day you know in the morning before school before like before the end of the day yeah. um so we we're like building little by little get to yeah. know each other little by little. Um, right now, you can kind of see kids still kind of gravitate towards people they kind of already know from the yeah. school that they came from. Mm-hmm. And but then you, after the first month, you see kids slowly branch out. You see clicks. So I think the challenge is really how to bring everyone together. And I think it's it's really hard because high school kids they circulate they travel to different classrooms they have different class at different periods maybe with the same teacher so it makes it hard to build that solid community in one space setting so that would that would take some time yeah
0: Hey there, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to part one of my conversation with Kaya, part two dropping soon.